Hey, teacher friends, this is Angie in the Rockin' This Teacher Thing podcast show, the podcast for early primary teachers that rock their classrooms every day. Today, you'll get an easy and quick crash course into the first steps of making instructional videos for your classroom. Trust me, you can do this, and I'm going to be with you every step of the way. So, let's start rocking today's episode. Here we go. Hey, teacher friends, it's Angie. Wow, what a crazy time we are having in history, and the time to be a teacher now is a little uncertain. There's things that we're being called upon to do that we never thought that we would ever have to do in our whole entire life, but yet here we are. So today, I am going to give you some tips on how to make instructional videos for your classroom. This is the first of a bunch of episodes that I'm going to put together for you so that you can listen to them, refer back to them, share them with other teachers, because this probably is something you're going to want to know how to do. And I'm here to tell you right now, it's really not that hard, but not knowing how to do it can be super overwhelming. It's like, where do I start? What do I need? How do I do this? Well, take a deep breath because I'm here to help you. Today, we're going to talk about six things that you have to keep in mind. We're going to lay a foundation. Six things you have to keep in mind when making instructional videos. Now, you're probably sitting and doing something else right now, and that's not a problem because I have a PDF that I've made for you with all of these steps or tips for you that you can print out and use when you're starting your instructional videos. I would just print it out, tape it to my wall, and when I'm doing a video, I would just read through it really quick, get a little refresher. When I made my first videos, I would record them over and over and over. Don't do that, don't do that. Your videos are going to, at least at first, be not perfect, it's okay, but For your students' sake, you need to get those out to them. Start your journey on making videos because they need you. And they don't need you perfect. They just need you the way you are. So here we go. This PDF has six points on it. The first um, four points are um, kind of the mechanics of what you need to keep in mind when you're doing a video. And the very first one is you have to have excellent audio. Some people would think that having good video is the most important thing, but that's not the case. Your first priority is good audio. So when you're doing this, you're going to either be using uh, your webcam or your phone, and we'll get into that on a different episode, but you're going to want to make sure that you're close to this device because depending on the room you're in, if you're way across the room, no one's going to be able to hear you. It's going to sound echoey. Your students are going to lose interest. And especially those early primary students, they want to be able to hear you. So speak slowly, but also speak animated. Don't be afraid to get kind of Elmo, but put your best Elmo on. 
okay? Because you going on and on like just a little ma 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 they're going to lose interest really fast. But if you're animated and you're speaking slowly, that's what that's what they need. They have to be able to hear you though. Big number 1. Number 1 above everything else. If you have some headphones and a mic, those are always good things. Even your like air, your wired air uh, Apple Pods um, have that microphone on it. Always good because that microphone then is really close to you. And then you can also hear what's going on. Like right now, I can hear my kids downstairs making lunch <laughs> and it's driving me a little nuts. But it, this is a time that we're giving our best and we're not being perfect and we're not going to we're not going to sweat the small stuff. But if you can hear and your students can hear, that's what you're wanting. Okay, tip number two for the best video production. Here's some tips that you're going to want to, to know about. First of all, lighting. Lighting's really big. If you can at all, at all light your face up or the surface that you're referring to, that's always best. You're going to want to um, try and eliminate as many shadows as you can because shadows just are not flattering. But um, when you have a light source, particularly like sit in front of a window and let the, the natural light shine on your face, don't ever shoot into a window because it's going to make you dark and the window light and no one's going to be able to see your face. So face the window and and shoot um, so that your face is illuminated as much as possible. So try and do your videos in the day. But if you can't, that's just how it is. And if there's shadows on your face, that's just how it is. And that's just going to be, that's going to be okay for now. Remember, your biggest priority right now is your audio, then your video. Also, make sure that when you are showing your students examples, make sure to show it into the finder, make sure you can see what you're recording, and hold it there for longer than you think your students are going to need. That's because it's going to take them a while to attend, and then focus, and then and, and then accept it into their minds, okay? So they're, they're going through a lot of steps here, and so you're going to want to take extra time to show them the examples. It's okay to go a little extra slow, a little, it's okay to go a little extra long with your example and show it to them and repeat. The great thing about video is they can go back and watch, but if your examples are too quick, they're going to lose interest super fast. So make your voice clear and animated Show the examples for longer than you think. Tip number three is you don't want your video to be bumpy. So if you're filming on your phone, try and find a way to prop it up on something so that it's not moving around. Uh, if you're doing it on a web, um, computer camera, on your webcam, try and prop up your computer or your webcam so that you're looking up at your camera instead of down at your camera. It's a little more flattering and you'll find, at least I find, that it's easier to show examples when I'm pointing up 
looking up at the cam- camera rather than showing it down on a camera, and as as well as just right straight across. For some reason, it's just easier when I'm I'm looking up, and it doesn't have to be super super up, but just a few degrees up so that your face is is up, looking to the sky a little bit. So if you don't have a selfie stick or you don't have a way to mount a phone, um, I, I was like trying to figure out some ways for you guys. One thing that I came up around my house is we have those one of those lamps. It's in my son's bedroom, and it has all those little um, like telescoping arms and the light bulbs. Each each arm has a light bulb on the end. So what I did just to test it out, see if I could do it, is I attached a um, um, like a little piece of twine around it, and then I t- I have a pop socket on the back. If you have a pop socket, then I kind of just twirled it around the pop socket and tied it real tight. Um, then I could easily adjust the arms of the the lamp up and down and get a really nice angle. You're you're going to want to be able to take your phone off and on your mount very easily. So that's why a selfie stick is really probably your best bet. But if you don't have a selfie stick, there's other ways to do it. Also, if you want to prop it up on something, um, what I have found is that my phone keeps falling over and then it's really aggravating. But if I put like a bean bag or I used a bag of rice um, on the uh, on I propped it up and then I used a bag of rice and leaned it up against the bag of rice and it, it just held it in the spot that I wanted it to. So I was thinking a bean bag would do that, a bag of rice would do that. I think that's probably what you're going to want to do if you have a phone. Okay, and last one under mechanics is to bring a ton of energy. You're going to think that you're super animated like right now. I think I'm pretty darn super animated, but I guarantee I'll listen back on this and think, oh, yawn, snore. My voice was just so monotone. Over-exaggerate your energy. Hype it up. And so some ways of hyping it up are standing when you're doing um, your recording. That's a little tricky sometimes, but if, if you feel yourself kind of getting blah, Stand up. Your students will be fine. Have your stand- students stand up too. That That's fine. Also, another big one is don't forget to laugh and smile and dance around. Your students' energy is going to come from you as well. So give a smile, give a laugh, give a dance, do some things that they are going to want to copy. It, you know, even in video, if somebody smiles at you, you smile back. If somebody's laughing on a video, you're laughing back. If somebody's doing a little dance move, it makes you want to dance too. So keeping your energy up is going to help your students keep their energy up. Okay, now moving on to how do I structure this video? What is it that needs to go into a video that keeps it engaging, especially for those younger students, because we know that these videos have to be pretty short because we want them engaged, but their their attention span is going to be pretty short. So we're going to want to keep it as succinct and short 
and engaging as possible. I mean, look at Sesame Street. It's it's the perfect model, and I know I keep referring to it, but their little clippets, they're no more than six minutes. And so your lessons, try and keep it short. It's better to have a bunch of little lessons than to have a big, long one. You're going to lose them if it's too long. Make it short. Make a bunch of short ones, okay? And how do you structure it? Well, my suggestion in all my research is that you start and end your video the same each time. You look at any TV sitcom or show when the their little theme song comes on, you know it's the start. They always end the same way. It just is how your brain, your brain likes that. They're, they stop and end the same way. That's because... They know that in order to engage and keep their audience coming back, the beginning and the ends being the same is really important. So here's some ideas to start your video. You can start with a song or a dance. It could be the same each time. It could be something as simple as, Good morning to you, good morning to you. We're all in our places with smiles on our faces. It's it's maybe a song that you did in your classroom as a greeting or something like that. Or you can start with a joke or you can start with a riddle or a rhyme or a dance, something like that. And then and also at the end, you're going to want to close in the same way, maybe with a goodbye song, maybe with a joke that you will tell them the punchline to on the next video Maybe it's a riddle that you will tell them the solution to in the next video. So the the idea there is to keep it consistent because the consistency is going to bring safety to the situation. They're going to know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. They'll know that it's the beginning. They'll know it's the end. Speaking of consistency, here's one last tip that you really need to keep in mind. This is kind of an advanced tip but it's going to help your students stay engaged. And that is telling your students what the video is going to be about, what they're going to be doing, and break it up into little chunks and then make those chunks visible in some way. So one idea is to, for instance, you might say, today we're going to read a book, then we're going to write a sentence about the book, And then we're going to find 10 sight words in our book. And so that's, what, three steps to the lesson? And so you might have three smiley faces that each time you get done with one of the steps, you read the book, you hold up the smiley face, and you say, yay, we got done with part one. We read the book. And then you display that smiley face somewhere. Or maybe the smiley face is already displayed. The three smiley faces are already displayed like behind you on a magnetic board or or something. And then you just move them up to like a finish line or maybe a car on a racetrack on three segments, one, two, three. And you say to your students, once, once my car gets to the finish line, we'll know that our video is done. So first step is we read a book. Let's do it. All right, set. So, Oh, we got done reading our book. We can move our car. The next part is we're going to write a sentence about our story. Oh, we're done with our sentence. Let's move our car. Hmm, what's the last thing we need to do? Ah, you know, we're going to find 10 sight words 
in our book. Everybody ready? Let's find the sight word and. Look on the first page. Can you find the sight word and? Skim and scan. Where is it? When you find it, shout out and. I'm hearing it. Good job. And you found it. Look, I found and too. Did you find the same and as me? And so you do that 10 times. Ah, my students, you have found 10 sight words in our book. Guess what we get to do? We get to move this smiley face up. Today, our video is done. Let's sing our goodbye song. Here we go. So there's a little way that you can structure your video so that your students know what to expect because studies show when they know what's coming, their attention is better because they they, they don't think it's going to go on forever. <laughs> Have you ever been to a conference and you're like, will he ever shut up how much longer? You spend more energy thinking how much longer I can't do this than if you just said we're going to do three bullet points and then we're going to be done. You'll be like, okay, three bullet points, I can do this. All right, so it sets that expectation. So please consider doing that. It's going to really help your students' engagement. All right, we did six steps in making instructional videos. The first one was really great audio. That's your first step. That's your most important step. Second, great video. Get some light on your face. Linger with your examples longer than you think you should. The third one is make sure your video is stable and it's not bouncing around. Fourth one is bring tons of energy to your video, more than you think you should. The fifth one is create a consistent beginning and end on all your videos. Do it again and again and again. And the last one, finally, is create a visual progression for your video so that your students know we're going to do three things and then the video is going to be done and they have a, a visual way to track that so they remember. Okay, teacher friends, that's it for today. That was a crash course in making videos for your classroom. Next time, we are going to talk about making YouTube videos safe for your students and how you can do that. And then in podcast episodes to come, I am working on how you can batch your videos so that you can do a bunch of work all at once and then have time for other, uh, other teacher duties as assigned. Also, ways to make your videos more engaging. I have a bunch of tricks for that, and it's not hard. All right, teacher friends, that's it for today. If you weren't able to write down those tips, don't worry. You have the cheat sheet. It is in the show notes, so just go there and print that out and you'll be ready to go. So remember, when you get signed up for that cheat sheet, you will also be on the list to get all the other downloads that are, will be in this series. If you ever have any questions, please drop me a line at angiek at rockinthisteacherthing.com and I will get back to you or make a, uh, an episode for you so that you have it available to you. Also, remember, I will be bringing these episodes to you faster than every other week because our world is moving super fast. You need to have this information to get yourself up and going. I'm going to give it to you in little but intense chunks 
so that you won't get too overwhelmed. Remember, if you ever have any questions, go ahead and contact me. Remember, don't be afraid to reach out through my email. It's in the show notes. Just drop me a line and I'll get back to you. Until then, stay safe, stay empowered, stay blessed, be blessed, and keep rocking this teacher thing. Goodbye and God bless.